Listen, knock. What are you doing? You were trying to stake yourself. Fag off. It's no concern of yours. Is too. For one thing, that's my shirt you're about to dust. And for another, we've shared a lot here. You should have trusted me enough to do it for you. Xander. What? He wants to die? I want to help? Hey, it's Uki. We know him. We can't just let him prove himself. Oh, but you can. You know I'd drain you drier than the Sahara if I had half a chance. And besides, I'm beyond pathetic. Stuck in this basement washing skivvies for a blighter I wouldn't have bothered to bite a few months ago. Hey! And welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, giving our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season four, episode 11, titled Doomed. Directed by James A. Contner, written by Marty Noxon, David Fury, and Jane Espenson. Original air date, January 18th in the 2000 to an audience of 5.35 million people you like that deep cut conan reference i like that deep cut conan that was so good like if you don't know it go back to it it actually might be fun to go back to it and see what they were predicting what happened in 2000 see if anything actually came true kind of like the simpsons yeah he was a simpsons writer yeah that is true um so just to remind everybody, we got a Patreon where we're doing Boys Watching Angel. We do that every week as a companion with this. And uh, we also have Boys Watching Movies, which is a tier above. And it looks like we're going to be doing some witchy shit mm-hmm. for this month. Mm-hmm. Um, join up on our Discord. We have some lively discussions. Um, and I'll do this at the top, too. Uh, uh, what is it? Follow our Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. Mm-hmm. And if you ever want to email in, it's Boys Watching Buffy at Gmail. And we don't have any shout outs this week. Yep. You got to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you want to get a shout out. But uh, without further ado, am I missing anything here, Vance? No, man. Not at all. Not was a quick at one. All. Without further ado, everyone, let's get into Doomed. So the episode opens up with a recap of spike and how he is an impotent vampire now he can't bite things he can't hurt anything uh that is living he can't hurt any living thing remember that that <laughs> phrasing everyone Re- remember the science yes <laughs> the science that somehow works perfectly <laughs> yeah and then we also get a recap of Buffy and Riley seeing each other in the gentleman clock tower and then how the last episode ended with them talking about hey we need to have a talk and I thought that this was really cool they they went from the end of that last episode and it just kind of segued right into starting this episode which I really enjoyed I did want to bring up one follow-up from last episode. We had a, okay. a listener in Discord uh, bring up... We were confused. We weren't really sure why they... Or at least me. I wasn't sure why they were... Why the gentlemen in the last episode were choosing specific rooms. Mm-hmm. And a listener on Discord mentioned that, oh, they were choosing virgin hearts. Yes. And that's, that could track. 
That seems to strike. Yeah. We don't have any full proof besides them not attacking Olivia. Yeah, nobody actually like it wasn't stated in the episode, yeah. but I'm you know, everything is a virgin heart, the blood yeah. of a virgin, everything's a virgin. Except for uh eighties slasher horror movies where if yeah. kids are getting promiscuous, then Jason yeah, kills that's them. when they get the axe. <laughs> so if you're having sex or if you're not having sex, you're going to get killed by a monster. Yeah, so. by one demon or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're um, never safe. Yeah, and we still don't really know what the gentlemen would have gotten if they got the seventh heart. That's I never explained. I would have liked to have seen that plan go further a bit more. Or like, at least have Giles say, like, yeah. if they get all the hearts, this happens. Yeah. At least this episode, we know what happens if... The mm-hmm. thing happens, but yeah. also, who cares if that happens at the end of this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this happens every episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but this episode actually opens up with Buffy and Riley sitting in the dorm, and they're about to have the talk, but nobody knows what to say. So, you know, <laughs> the, Buffy's like, "I better talk. say something before we graduate." Buffy's about to give him the sex talk <laughs> that he yeah, asked for yeah. that last a, a couple episodes yeah. ago. <laughs> And you're going to teach me. <laughs> Where do babies come from, Buffy? <laughs> um, Maggie Walsh won't tell me. Yeah. So Buffy and Riley are just kind of sitting there. And Buffy is like, well, somebody's got to talk eventually. And Riley stands up and he's like, ah. and he's got the most 90s outfit for a guy on ever with his baggy ass <laughs> jeans and his weird like, like chunky sketchers. It looks like. Um, and he's walking around and he's just like, what are you? And Buffy is like, gee, I'm a Capricorn with a Leo right. It's like, at Buffy, that you point, know what the fuck? At that point, I was already like, I'm done with this scene. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I was done with this scene when Buffy said it, said, um, one of us should talk before we graduate. And then yeah. I was like, is Riley actually in college? Yeah, <laughs> and later i thought the same thing they're hanging out in a dorm room and i'm like are they college students yeah i have no clue <laughs> like but they didn't I was... just come here for the initiative i feel like she got they got recruited as freshmen yeah i dude i don't know but when buffy did this like oh, yeah. oh i'm a capricorn with a libra rising yeah. i rolled my eyes so hard and then Rob what are like, you is a weird question yeah, it is to, a little belittling what versus who is <laughs> like yeah different but uh if but she I saw knows a, if i saw a strong girl just kick someone i'd be like wow she's really strong i wouldn't yeah. be like what freak are you um but whatever. well it's it's a combination too of because she's how not powerful yeah yeah how powerful how strong she is and also how she looks like a tiny, so tiny tiny little lady like yeah. she is dwarfed by riley yeah. riley is so much bigger than her yeah so if if I was Riley and I saw Buffy just like mm-hmm. do that Tarzan swing kick yeah. and then just launch a dude, I'd have some questions too. But you've been in, you do Cirque. Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen some tiny people that are very strong. That's true. Yeah. Um, but Riley's like, what are you? And she's like, Ugh. and then Riley's like, no, come on. You know what I mean? Like I saw you, like your strength, your, your speed, you're so powerful and then Buffy's like, I'm also artistic. And uh, that's when I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, I was like, can we just literally talk about what happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, why are we doing this coy? I don't want to say. And he's like, I can't say. And I was just yeah. like, just say it. Well, it's like Buffy's not giving him any answers, but yeah. she's the one that's like, we should talk. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're not talking at all. 
Yeah. Like you want all the answers and you're not going to give anything. Like this is a reciprocal thing. Cause after she does like, I'm artistic and, and all this other shit too. She's like, well, what about you, Mr. Secrets? What are you? And he's like, I'm not at liberty to say. And I was like, fuck both of you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I... <laughs> and then later she's like, Slayer, comma, the. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, stop. Why are we being so cute with this scene? <laughs> I know. But she's, Riley's like, I can't say. And then Buffy's like, well, let me guess. You're a commando guy. You probably have some kind of underground military thing under the school. You've been investigating demons and vampires and stuff. And you do experiments on them. You probably have some kind of cutesy nickname for them. Like, uh, I don't know. She gives a couple examples. And Riley's like, you're actually way too right. You yeah. know so much. Yeah. We call them hostile subterrestrians. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, all right, you're right. I do do that. Now, please tell me, what are you? And she's like, I'm the Slayer. And Ryan's like, uh. She's like, Slayer, comma, the, the chosen one, the one to bring about the light or whatever. And Ryan's just like, duh, duh. And, Ryan, and, and Buffy's like, are you telling me no one's talked to you about this? She's like, <laughs> uh, you can read about it. Like, if you can just read about it, isn't it a secret? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why does she have to keep the Slayer them a secret if yeah, everyone no in the world clue. knows that Slayers exist? If Slayer, if people can read that Slayers exist, then you have to believe that vampires exist. Yes. And there's so much other shit that goes on later on in this episode where I was yeah. just like getting so frustrated. Yeah. This um, scene ended and I was just like, I would have had so many more questions if I'm Riley. It's no way I walk out of that room. Yeah. And so... After they reveal what they are to each other, they're like, wow, this is complicated, huh? Mm -hmm. And and Buffy's like, oh, well, now I can't date you. I thought you were just a nice, normal guy. You're, uh, you, I thought you were a guy from Iowa, Riley Finn. Is that even your fucking name? Have you ever even been to Iowa? And Riley's like, no, no, that is my name. I have, I am from Iowa. But like, yeah, I've got some secrets. I mean, so do you. You're not being honest either. So and then Buffy's you, like, look. Did you come to Sunnydale for the initiative or to go to college? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm now I'm like even more confused. He came. I guess that he became a military dude after Iowa. And In then he school? got assigned to the initiative. That's what I'm guessing. The, so he was the in the military board. for two years out of high yes. school. <laughs> And, and he's lead, he's a ranking officer. No, he's high up in this. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like how fast last is this episode? Program? Yeah, last episode when I was like, he's not, he doesn't got a good bod. I was like, how is he an elite oh, level gosh. guy? How is he? I'm like, how old by, is he? I'm just going how by old age. Are, yeah, not his body. Yeah, I mean, like not he's got to be like. I'm guessing he's like 25. He has to be 25. Also, I don't know if you recognize this, but because uh, you don't watch the intro, but he's in the intro now, like the intro mm -hmm. credits. Okay. Mark Blucas or whatever his name is. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be sticking around for a while, it seems, unfortunately. Lu uh, Lu Lucas? What is his name? Lucas. <laughs> Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. I just <laughs> gave him a little spice. Blucas. <laughs> um. But Buffy's like, I got to take some time. We got to process some stuff. We got to figure some stuff out. And then Amy the rat starts freaking out. You were right. And there's Riley, Mark Blucas. 
Yeah, okay, there we go. I just we're not one to disrespect that little person. Yeah. That bad. like it's a character yeah. thing, not a person. It, it could have just as yeah. easily been Blucus, though. Yeah, but, it is. Um, I'm Mark Blucus. 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 Yeah. But Amy the rat starts freaking out, and Buffy looks over at it, and she's like, "Huh, that's a little unusual." And Riley sees it, and he's like, "Well, what's going on with this rat over here, huh?" And then an earthquake hits and Riley grabs Buffy. He's like, here, get over here. And they start hiding in the doorway of a closet. And uh, he's like, whoa, that's crazy, huh? First earthquake. And Buffy's like, it's not mine. And she's very suspicious of this earthquake. And then I'd be like, hey, Buffy, let's sit down and talk about why you're freaking out about this earthquake again. Because we still have a lot of questions that need answers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Dude, like, there's so much secrecy in this episode that just ruffled my feathers, dude. The secrecy was a problem for me at the beginning, but mm-hmm. then the whole dating logic really threw me off. And yeah. we'll get to that. This episode frustrated me. I didn't... Yeah. 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 It's a. F- it's not a bad episode, but it's all no. over the place. It is all over the place. And some stuff doesn't add up, and it made me very frustrated. Some yes. of the characters' logic, I was just like, why would you do that? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yep. Um, so after this earthquake and Buffy being suspicious of it, you know, we get the opening credits, and then we go to Xander's house, and there's a pipe leaking, and Spike is still living with Xander. I don't know why. I don't know why they're roomies. <laughs> there are so many little... Like, they're not even actively searching for a cure for him, which I don't no. know why you would be. And they're also not even using him to find the military people. No, it's like, what why purpose he... does Spike have anymore? <laughs> yeah, it was... yeah, why are you babysitting a vampire? Yeah. I, I mean, also, why isn't he back at Giles? Is Olivia still here? She's obviously not. Yeah, I mean, being at Giles just makes more sense for an adult. <laughs> to have yeah, a, I mean, with the house here, to have a person versus a basement where he lives with his parents. Exactly. Like there's so much less suspicious, like less, uh, you're less apt to get caught if you're at Giles than if you're at Xander's basement, which is one room and his mom apparently is like hovering around all the time versus Giles' entire house. No one's going to be walking in except for the gang. Like why wouldn't you just keep him there? Olivia is not there anymore. I, I don't know. Why keep him at all? Why can't he just come and go as he pleases? Why not kill him at this point? Also that. Which we will get to. <laughs> yeah. This episode's very strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a pipe leaking at Xander's basement. And Xander's like, here, Spike, you fix it. And Spike's like, I'm not a fucking handyman for you. And he's like, well, I got to go to work. And if you don't fucking fix it, then the whole place is going to flood. So whatever and spike's like oh what you're gonna go sling some fried cheese and xander's like i'm the only one bringing in an income here and you're a freeloader so the least you could do is try and fix this thing he's like if you want me to bring you the blood because like they spike needs them more than he needs yeah so spike has a reason to stay there because he needs them to keep bringing him blood yeah. Which I don't understand. I feel like he could still go to the hospital and do the angel thing. He can do the angel thing at the butcher shop. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, Spike, but also Spike tries, he gets fed up with Xander. He tries to bite him and then gets his well, head. He tries to hit him with the wrench. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Tries yeah, to hit yeah, him with this giant wrench. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. But that's basically where that scene is. Like Xander's like, I'm going to work, fix this thing. Yeah, and Spike's and Xander's like, Xander's a pizza delivery guy, which I think might be the most dangerous job in Sunnydale. Well, it's also his lowest respected job. Like he went from male stripper to he was like a male dish boy at a strip club. And then he went to bartender. What happened to his bartender job? Well, the bartender uh, turned everyone into cave people. So I think he yeah, might but have. he's not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he now he's a pizza delivery guy. Well, and then well, he was he like was, a manual labor guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he fell into a pit and got syphilis and everything. So like he's any job he gets, it's, He's yeah, just going to be doomed. floating around with jobs. The yeah. pizza delivery thing seems like, oh, at night? I'm a daytime Dude. pizza delivery guy if I'm in Sunnydale. Yes, yes. <laughs> we actually saw Mr. Trick kill a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We absolutely did. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dinner's here, and he just grabbed the pizza guy out from <laughs> yeah. with his glove on. Yep. Man, I miss Mr. Trick. That guy ruled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's the end of that scene. Willow then goes to the dorm with Buffy and and Willow's like, whoa, crazy earthquake, huh? There's a dorm across the halls having a party because of the earthquake. And Buffy's like, oh, from the creators of uh, Days That End in Y party. Here's what I would like to say about this party. This is a day after the gentleman and the whole city was on hush. Like, yeah. so... <laughs> A day later, after six people had their hearts brutally ripped out of their chest, mm-hmm. one in couple in the dorms, mm-hmm. like the same hallway that they're on. Yeah. They're like, ah, there was an earthquake. Let's have a party. It's time to party. Who All knows right. when we're going to die? <laughs> Fair enough. Sunnydale. Fair. We got to party it up. Sunnydale people bounce back from tragedies quick. <laughs> they were just walking around aimlessly like a few hours ago. <laughs> Because no one could talk. Now there's a, a giant party that's being organized. Yeah. There were end of days yeah. preachers on the yeah. there cars wrecked. But now they're like, fuck it. Yeah. But uh, people are coming those... into town from other places. Mm hmm. Like, that is insane. But Willow's like, yeah, we're going to have this party. You should come, Buffy. And you should bring Riley. And Buffy's like, Riley. Um, Riley can't come. He's going, he's, he's probably busy or something. <laughs> yeah. She gets all like coy and like, I don't want, I don't want to be around this person that yeah. his secret of being the military, they don't even know what the military people, well, here's they the don't thing. know why they're they, bad. Necessarily. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, so Riley asked Buffy to like, keep it a secret and Buffy asked Riley to keep her secret secret. But like, why would you keep that a secret? Like every one of Buffy's gang has seen the commandos on campus. I could see him wanting to keep it a secret, just military, like, you know, brainwashing and like, oh, my God, I don't want Maggie Washley. I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get, you know. Yeah. That's his whole thing. Yeah. yeah, Buffy has been like giving away her secret to like so many people. Yeah, man. I mean, just by accident. Yeah. She won't like if a vampire breaks into a party, she won't not fight the vampire in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she, I think that there are times where she tries to like bring it outside. I mean, a werewolf attacked the bronze like straight up. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and they were open the next night. 
Uh, but yeah, Buffy's keeping Riley's secret for him, and she's like, "I'm go- I gotta go to Giles to talk about this earthquake. Maybe it's something." So Buffy goes to Giles. Willow's going to the party. So Buffy's at Giles now, and she's talking to Giles, and she's like, "I think this earthquake is a bad omen." And Giles is like, "Uh, idiot." <laughs> We live in Southern California. Earthquakes happen, idiot. Have another vision like you did yesterday that saved the world. (laughs) And this brings back the point that you always bring up. Why wouldn't you believe Buffy? Like, he just dismisses her so hard here. Also, this scene feels like it's 80-yard. Like, I listened to it with headphones. And I was like... Is Giles' deliberate, like, repeating all of his lines and doing them all over? Yes, Giles' voice sounded so different and weird. Maybe he, like, forgot how to do the accent or something. Maybe the mic was, maybe, (laughs) do the accent. He's British. He has a different British accent, though. Does he? Yeah, people say uh, yeah, that I guess his, he does. Go, he, he goes. Yeah, he does more affectation in this. He, he but, has a more "quote unquote" lower class accent, apparent according to people. Yeah, he's Discord. he's putting a more scholarly, yeah, bent more on it. posh. Um, but it sounded like they just kind of re-recorded him, like the mic that they recorded him on wasn't working well. So they just and they ADR stuff all the time in movies. Mm-hmm. But this one just sounded so different. Yes. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was like, maybe I'm a little weird and like, there's some things that I notice where I'm like, oh, maybe Vance doesn't notice. Well, she say something and cut back to me. It's like, Buffy, it's not like he's like in a different room. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It it was odd. He might as well have been. But uh, yeah, he's not worried about this earthquake because what he's been researching is he's got theories about our commando friends. And Buffy's like, oh, shit. Uh, that's Riley. He's my boyfriend, but not really because I can't date him because he's a commando guy and this is a lot to process, but I got to protect him. And Buffy's like trying to throw Giles off the scent. She's like, don't worry about the commando guys. What if it's fucking the apocalypse with this earthquake? And Giles is like, no dummy. Earthquakes happen. It's just tectonic plates rubbing up against each other. Now let's get back to this commando guy. And Buffy's biggest thing is last time there was an earthquake, I died. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, no matter. It's like, no matter. Another slayer will come and I'll find her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he also breaks down that he thinks that they're underneath the school. Mm -hmm. The uh, military guys. He's pretty spot on with his theories. I have no idea how he's getting any of this information based off Buffy saying, hey, this is what they look like. Well, I would assume that he would figure that uh, they're at least centered around the school because the only place that anyone has seen the commando guys is at the school. (laughs) Yeah, but that's like saying that you think the U.S. Army is based in, like, Afghanistan because you see military (laughs) people there. Like... You know what I mean? Like they could they come do have from, a base there. Yeah, but they could come from anywhere to the school. I mean, he's pretty good with this. He's got like little push pins and a map. <laughs> like how many spottings have they seen him? Who's giving him this information? Spike isn't know. there. Anyway, well, Spike Spike gave him the information, and he, but I just don't even know why they're spending any time on the initiative anymore. It's like what they're kidnapping vampires and neutering them. Yeah, Keep good them. on them. Let's try and work with them. <laughs> yeah. But Buffy's trying to distract him and Giles is like, I'm not taking this anymore. 
And then we cut to a scene with Riley asking Forrest about the Slayer. And he's like, you ever heard of the Slayer, Forrest? And Forrest's like, yeah, but that shit's all made up. It's a bunch of fairy tales that vampires tell their vampire children. And I was like, what is the what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just keep them warm at night. And it's something. I was like, what What kind of lives are vampires living? Well, I love that he's got Giles logic here. It's like, eh, Slayer's not real. Yeah. Like, and then, then <laughs> Riley's like, so what do you think all these things that we're going with are, that we're attacking? And he's like, oh, they're just animals. Different animals yeah. than you're used to, farm boy. Like, yeah. what? You, what? You're just saying these are animals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, because he, he's like, yeah, the Slayer doesn't exist. That's a bunch of fairy tales. And Riley's like, look around you, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you think all this is? You know vampires exist. You yeah. know literal vampires. You know Spike, who you did surgery on, was a vampire. Dude, a demon literally just walked right past you. Uh, it's an animal. Uh, yeah. weird looking animal, like a iguana. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's a big freaking iguana. I'm not a zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to get pussy, bro. That's all. I... <laughs> um, but the demon that walks by is being like corralled by two scientist nerd Poindexter looking guys, and the, the what? You don't even transport animals in a zoo this haphazardly. Right? That'd be like walking <laughs> a lion on a leash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then the demon, of course, you know, starts attacking the two nerd scientists. And they're like, Riley and Forrest are like, we got to get them. And so they start fighting and Riley's getting or Forrest is getting choked out. I thought Forrest was dead. I thought his neck was going to get snapped. I hoped he was dead, but... He gets saved. Well, they're like, uh, lab guy, come with that needle real quick. Yeah. The lab tech just like fumbles the needle and if everything falls over. It's so silly. And then and then Riley just hits the demon in the back of the head and he gets knocked out like it's nothing. Yeah. And then uh, Riley's like, huh, just a bunch of animals, huh? I I don't know if the Slayer needs to exist. No, she, she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if you just gave everyone this knowledge, equipped them all yeah. with the necessary things, everyone would be fine. Yeah. Like, it's such a detriment to the world to keep all of this a secret. Yes. But alas. Yeah, I think, uh, we, could, I think we could end all of this in a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if worldwide, we all get band together. What if that's how this entire series ends? Is they just all tell everybody that I, everyone's the Slayer? I think Angel lasts longer than Buffy. Right? You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, Forrest and Riley subdue this demon and, uh, and then they're like, see you a bunch of animals. But then all the animals, quote unquote, slash demons in the facility are going crazy. They're all starting to get riled up. And Riley's like, what the hell is that? What's going on? And Forrest's like, man, don't you know fucking earthquakes get everybody riled up? <laughs> I really just like so... I really, everyone is like surrounded by obvious problems and yeah, monsters obvious, and demons. And supernatural omens. shit. And they're like, nah, just earthquake. <laughs> nah. He's like, you know, Buffy's special. She had a rat in a cage. You don't see a lot of girls with that. Like, yes. Oh, man. 
So now we get Willow at the party and she's alone and she's all nervous. She's nervously standing around. She's uh, she's a wallflower, but not up against the wall. She's in the middle of the room. I she's don't, looking around. I'm surprised Tara's not in this episode. Me too. Yeah. They established her pretty well in the last episode. And it is the next day. I thought that Willow would have seen her at this party. Yes. But instead of seeing Tara, she sees a throwback yeah. to the high school days. She sees our boy Percy. Yeah. And she's like, Percy, what the fuck? How's it going, man? She goes up to him. She's like, how's it going? And Percy's with some girl named Laurel? Lori. Lori. And Lori is giving Willow the evil eye. Because yeah. Percy and Willow are chit-chatting it up and, mm-hmm. you know, re- reminiscing about old times. They're like, oh, man. Willow's like, I thought you got a football scholarship to USC. Basketball. Basketball, basketball. You're right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. And that's kind of like where that gets left. No, he says, I'm here because uh, Lori's here. I'm just visiting. Oh, yeah. okay. But Lori's like looking at I'm her visiting the day after you guys were on lockdown quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I came up from LA. I heard you all couldn't talk. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you're having an impromptu party? Cool. Yeah. For an earthquake, that definitely doesn't mean the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he comes back. And he... So here's the thing. Oh, yeah. He knows about the... He uh, knows. <laughs> he knows about the Ascension. He and knows about the Ascension. He was an integral part of this. <laughs> yeah, he fought alongside Angel. Yes. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, how did he not spread some information? <laughs> how does he look at Willow and be like, oh, my God, you're still alive? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, last time I saw you, we were fighting a gigantic serpent. <laughs> He's like, nah, I just came back to talk to this girl. No, I'm just trying to fuck this chick. I'm playing basketball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So they're talking and then, it, you know, it gets to its logical stopping point. But Willow's just standing there awkwardly and everyone's awkward at this point. And then Laurie just kind of like whispers into Percy's ear and he's like, all right, me and Laurie are going to go get some drinks. So bye. And so Laurie's Willow's a like, jealous oh, okay. one. Laurie's a I jealous know. one. Um, I mean, she so, should be. Willow looks good in this. Not according to Percy <laughs> later on. Um, but uh, so then we see like Willow like, oh, man, I'm st- um, I feel like a nerd. Uh, and I feel awkward. Buffy, where are you? You'd make this party much better and more fun. I feel like Willow has gone beyond being the wallflower. Right. She's a confident witch now. Yeah, but she's not. She's confident enough to... She knew about the party. She told Buffy about the party. Yeah. She's like the the intel person for Buffy on all the parties well, we on saw campus. her. we saw her walk down the hallway that one time and had a bunch of friends. And they're like, hey, Buffy, hey, Willow, you coming to this party? Like when they were going to that Halloween oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, was yeah. in that party frat. There is a car exploding outside my window right now. <laughs> I was like, now. what is that? <laughs> um... Yeah, she had that uh that roommate that had parties all the time. Like she's she's uh she she can uh hang handle her own at a party. I'm sorry, I gotta go back to this car exploding really quick. I fucking hate cars like that. Like those cars that it sounds like it's broken. Like people purposely do that to their cars and it's like pop 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 pop. It's like, is your car okay, dude? You need to take it to the shop. And it's 
so goddamn loud. Maybe they do need to take it to the shop, and they don't have the money, Joe. Well, get some. Goddamn. Wow. Get fit, get some money. That's the Joe Welke motto. I don't know, man. People do that to their car to make it sound cool and be loud. I just hate it. There's so many of those fucking dickheads around my neighborhood, man. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) So then we see some party goers go into this like back room and they're like, hey, everybody, let's do a conga line into this back room. (laughs) And then so three of them go in there and then a demon claw comes out from the door and then you know all those people are fucked and then we go to see who's back there and it's one dude and he's fixing some drinks he's like hey everybody got some sweet mixed drinks here don't we're gonna play what is it naked something i don't know he's like we're gonna have a naked conga line or play naked twister or some shit and then he turns around and a demon slits his throat one slash very quick yeah very efficient and that demon appeared out of nowhere I don't under the demons are so dumb in this. It's so well, many easier ways to do what they're doing. It appeared out of nowhere because, like, you see, like, video of the hall in the background. There's like students walking down the hall, and then it cuts, and then the demons standing right where we were just looking. Was that a commercial break with the hand? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, I'm like, we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um. So Willow's still standing around the park party, awkward. She's walking around, and and then she goes over to some place, and she overhears Percy and Laurie talking about Willow. And Laurie's like, "What do I gotta have to fucking look at you flirt with that girl Willow all night?" And Percy's like, "Babe, are you kidding me? I would never flirt with Willow. She's a she's a nerd from high school. She helped tutor me. All right. Besides, I like my girls hot." And then Laura's like, oh, you're fucking meanness just turns me on. And then she just pulls him in and starts making out with him. Uh, it was also a compliment on her. It was mean, yeah. but also a compliment to Lori being hot. Oh, Pierce, you're so, so fucking romantic. <laughs> it's like you're at USC and you came back here for, are you dating Lori for a while? Like, why are you coming uh, back to this school? Um. I wanted a little payoff at the end of this episode for this Percy scene. Because my thought was this. My thought was that Percy was just saying that to appease Laurie. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I didn't think he actually believed what he was saying. No, because he was chill with Willow. Like, he likes Willow. Yeah, he likes Willow. And he's also afraid of her. because He's terrified of her. Because she beat the shit out of him at the bronze. And he doesn't know it was Vamp Willow. Yes. So his whole worldview. If Willow would have been like, what the fuck you say? He would have ran away. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Yeah, I would have loved that. Um, but, but yeah, instead. I thought I thought we were going to get the end where it's like he runs into her and he's like, what? Oh, my God. No. I'm what if he's that. like, that's what it would have been funny if like he runs into her at the end when there's demons and Percy would be like, get him, Willow. <laughs> and Willow's <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> oh, he still oh. thinks I'm Vamp Willow. Like, like. like oh. The demons are about to attack Laurie and him. Yeah. And then Willow shows up. He's like, don't worry, Laurie. Willow's got this. <laughs> and Laurie's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Percy. Um, yeah. So it could have been some fun stuff there. Um, and I really liked Percy and Willow's relationship when it was forming. So I'm like, kind of like want them to be cool with each other. I don't yeah, know. me too. I, I was enjoying their dynamic too. Yeah. The nerd um, and the jock that are on the same. I don't know. 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But uh, instead of all of that, uh, Willow starts to sulk because she's like, oh, man, they still think I'm a nerd. I feel like a nerd. I'm back to being a nerd. I'm going to go sulk around yeah. uh, this party. And she eventually goes into like this back dorm room. She just goes into some random room. She does with all the lights out. Any of you in college, she's doing exactly what you should never do at a college yeah. party or any or any party, actually. Yeah. Like you don't. Like, is she even drunk? Like, no, I could understand not. if you were drunk and you're like, I gotta fucking pass out. But she's just like, she sad. could just leave the party. Right? Instead, she just goes into a back room completely in dark. the dark, yep. turns no lights on. How did she even find where this bed is? If you walk into a bedroom at a party and the lights are out, maybe people are doing stuff on that bed. Right? Maybe someone, I, I don't know. There's so many. Like, so even if there, even if it's nobody doing anything in it, it's not your room. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. But anyway, so she goes and she walks over and she lays over on a bed and out of nowhere, the lights come on and... Yeah, how do the lights come on? I think the power, the, the whole premise of this party is the power was out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because of the earthquake and then the power came back on, I guess. And uh, it's the dude that got his throat slit uh, by the demon. And she's laying down next to him. And she turns around. She sees it. She starts freaking out. He has a demonic symbol carved in his chest. And she's like, ah! And I was just like, why did you just lie on a bed? Like, Not yet. Percy just said something. Like, right, I get it. We want her to find a body. But there's different ways to do it. Yeah. It was, it was a stretch. Percy called you a nerd. And you just lie in some strange bed at a party. <laughs> Yeah. And and rape a Sunnydale? Yeah, dude. Oof. Like, even without demons. Yeah. Loads of rapists. Anyway. Yeah. So, that's that scene. We get a close-up of the symbol carved on his chest. Um, so that we know that Willow can accurately pr- depict it later on when she needs to draw it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's simple enough. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I gotta say, this symbol on its chest. Uh, have you ever watched the show Gravity Falls? I have seen episodes. I haven't watched it regularly. Great show. It's on Disney Plus. The creator of Gravity Falls actually follows my photography account on Instagram. Is that Hirsch? Which is Alex Hirsch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he used to live in our apartment building. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, we're so close to being famous, but we are <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the biggest dose of fame is that we have right now is this podcast, Vance. Well, actually, you know what? You're you're no. doing good. No, you're a writer. Fine. We're you're, fine. Yeah, we're we're doing we're doing, right. we're doing, we're doing stuff. People um, like us. People want to be us. People love- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give ourselves a pep talk in the middle of a podcast. Yes, everybody. We're doing good, Vance. I appreciate your your devout energy. <laughs> Do some affirmations. You are seen, Joe. You are seen. <laughs> but this uh, symbol that's carved in his chest looks like a an evil character from Gravity Falls. I think his name is Bill. It's a little triangle guy with a uh, eye in the middle. Doesn't it also look like what's on the back of money? That like yes. pyramid with eye. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Um. But yeah, the one in Gravity Falls has a. Uh, I think it's because Willow later on, she draws it on a yellow piece of paper and in Gravity Falls is yellow. Okay. That's why I was like, oh, it's Bill. 
<laughs> from Gravity Falls. But anyway, shout out Gravity Falls. Shout out Alec or Alex Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Don't remember which it is. Thanks for the follow, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. So now we go to Xander, who's returning home from a long day at work. And he discovers that this basement is flooded. It's worse than it was before. And he's like, what the hell is going on here? And he's looking around. He's like, Spike, what did you do? What did you do? And you just hear Spike's voice very menacingly in the background. Don't turn around. Don't look at me. And Xander's like, what are you going to do? You can't hurt me. (laughs) And he turns around. And Spike is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and shorts with his big black boots. And Xander's like, what are you fucking wearing my clothes for? And Spike holds up his clothes and he goes, I tried to wash my clothes and I shrunk them. (laughs) And this is, I I don't know if I brought it up here, but Spike in that uh, Thanksgiving episode gets arrows shot through his clothes. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, fine leader. And apparently Mm -hmm. he only has one set of clothes mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah i wrote that down as a note later on yeah. in the angel episode um but anyway yeah. oh and i was out of some more questions about what happens on an angel so you'll have to sign up for our patreon to hear that um and we got a great uh guest cameo in that episode yes we very, absolutely very relevant re- very yes. relevant too yeah um But Xander looks at Spike and he's like, why are you wearing my clothes? You broke everything. You're fucking worthless. You're not scary. You're, I could kill you anytime I want. You are a burden on my life. And he just dresses Spike down and Spike is just standing there taking it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh man, this is pretty tough, dude. (laughs) Xander's like, it's not even worth the effort to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. But yeah. Yeah, and that so, place is a mess. I mean, they really got to get that flooding under, I know. under control. Because yeah. that basement's going to be rink. I know. Uh, too bad his mom can't come down because Spike's down there. Uh, this seems like the ideal situation. She'd hang out with Spike. She'd be fine. She would. Spike is great with parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Buffy shows up to the party where... You know, there are cops taking away the the slit throat guy Mm -hmm. on a gurney and Buffy sees Willow and she's she's like, oh, man, crazy. I didn't miss this that I missed this party. This seems like my type of party. People getting murdered and all this. stuff. I'm like, it's the day after Hush. Right. (laughs) I'm surprised they stopped the party. Right. That that's just the day at Sunnydale. Just throw a sheet over and be like, oh, we'll call the cops in the morning. He's already dead. (laughs) But uh, Willow is visibly shaken up. She's like, my God, Buffy, I was there. I was laying right next to that guy who had his throat slit. I'm shaken up about this. And I'm like, as opposed (laughs) to all the other fucking, all the other stuff that you guys have done and been through. Yeah. It's always funny when like what shakes them up. Yeah. Um, and she said he was propped up like it wanted to drain the blood from him. And I was like, it wasn't propped up at all. No, he was not. He was laying down. You're lying. Yeah. And You're also perjury. Also, there's such easier ways to get blood from one person than to break into a crowded party. Yes, dude. I just, yeah. But what she's actually shaking up about is like, yeah. I overheard Percy call me a nerd. <laughs> and she's like, Percy? And Buffy's like, Percy's here? <laughs> yeah, Buffy's like, what? 
<laughs> you sure that was Percy? <laughs> Why did Percy come back? <laughs> did he go to USC? What is he doing here? Doesn't he know about the Ascension? I would never step foot back in Sunnydale. But Buffy's like, all right, well, we should go to Giles. We should report all this to Giles. And then Riley and Forrest are in their dorm room. Mm-hmm. And they're shooting hoops. There they got this little, like, you know, mini basketball thing. And Riley is distracted. He cannot make a single bucket. And Forrest starts to chide him about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, you're distracted. I've never seen you do so bad. And then Percy and then, comes in and dunks on it. It's like, shut up, you nerds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they start talking about Buffy. And Forrest rolls his eyes again. He's like, yeah, I get it. She's hot. She's cool. She's tepid. She's every temperature. She's all temperature (laughs) Buffy. I love that one. Yeah. I love that line too. That was just like, shut the fuck up, dude. And I've never been more on Forrest's side than right here. Me too. Like, this is like, I was like, okay, Forrest, you're not that bad. But she's special. You don't get it. It's like, dude, I get it. You like her. Shut up. Yeah. So then uh, third lunkhead, I forget his name. But this is like where I I was questioning, are they literally in school? Because they're in dorm rooms. Yes. Well, don't, aren't they in a frat? They're in a frat. They're in a frat, but this is a, is this, this felt like I guess a, it's in the frat house. Yeah, but it felt like a dorm. It felt like Buffy's dorm room. Like, it but, looked, you know, frat house ha- houses have rooms. For yeah, they have rooms, living. but this room felt dorm roomy, not frat yeah. house roomy. Even there's a poster with balls. It's a balls poster on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> on the door. I saw that poster and I was like, man, I haven't seen that poster in forever. That, that was that a poster that you Oh yeah. oh yeah, that poster they sold it at Walmart, and it's so wait, like, did you what? only get the chocolate one or the balls one? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the chocolate one. Okay, I saw the balls one. That's like what every like absentee father would get. His son is like, I don't know what what, what you like. Here's a bunch of balls. <laughs> oh, a poster of balls. Yeah, I love every sport. Yeah, you're a boy, right? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> or like a father that doesn't know how to connect with his daughter. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> yeah but uh some big lunk dumbass walks in he's, he's the th- the third guy in the group yeah, who we don't know who we we, we don't know his we name. got his name but we haven't seen that guy in a while yeah and i just never tracked it yeah and he has no character well i mean he is flat as <laughs> he looked yeah, like dude. he looked like he's shell-shocked when he walks in Dude, his character, his delivery is as flat as his top. Let me tell you, everybody's got a flat-ass top. (laughs) So true. But he comes and he's like, hey, we got an alpha code blue situation. And they're like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, boss told me to tell you. (laughs) You're not, you're nailing it. (laughs) And and it's shot like in this weird close-up where it's just his face with no emotion. Yeah, and Riley's like, "Well, I gotta go investigate. You guys get back to Professor Walsh." They're like, "You're the leading ranking officer. What should we do?" I'm like, "Riley is." Yeah, that's that fucking horrible posture. No muscle having turd. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Willow is now back at uh, Giles's house, and she's debriefing with Xander, Buffy, and Giles about, you know, you know talking to Percy, maybe, or overhearing Percy made me go right back to high school, made me feel like a nerd. Anyway, here's all the information about that dead guy, and here's the perfectly drawn symbol that I got from the guy's carved chest. But I'm really hung up about this nerd stuff, 
And then Giles looks at the, the drawing and he's like, fuck. Buffy, you were right. This does, this earthquake means the end of the world. And Buffy's like, I told you. Well, they go into the world and then two people go again. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is the key. Like they're like, oh, this again. And yeah. I want to mention that Willow's wearing a bunny's dog walking service shirt, which is, it's just, I don't know if it's just a made up thing or an inside joke, but I just couldn't help notice it. I did notice it. They focused pretty hard on it. I mean, it, I mean, I it's like, a close-up of her. I mean, so. Well, it kind of looked like a, what was that? I think it was called Paul Frank, that like monkey face thing. Mm-hmm. It looks similar to that, yeah. but it's a really stupid shirt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, so Giles was like, all right, you were right, Buffy. The end of the world. She's like, I told you so. And he's like, I think we got more important things. The end of the world is happening. <laughs> um, so then Buffy's like, well. Guess I'm going to go to stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Grabs a crossbow. (laughs) Um, They need three sacrifices or something. Oh, yeah. Buffy's like, I've seen this symbol before somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And where does she see it? She has seen it in the cemetery and literally everywhere she goes. She's in the cemetery now and she looks up and she sees the symbol and she's like, does a little quirky monologue to herself. Like, oh, where did I see the symbol? You know, in a mausoleum where I'm always patrolling. I'm like, are you mad at you're patrolling now? Like, yeah. what are you upset about? <laughs> I just didn't understand what she was upset about at this point. Me neither. But she walks into the mausoleum. The demon's there collecting the artifacts bone. or bones or whatever. The bones of a kid. The a kid's bones, bones are their money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she sees it. She goes, up, oh, found you. She crossbows the demon. Doesn't really do anything. Here's, here's what I had to say about this. You get an end of the world scenario and your goal is to take a one shot crossbow. <laughs> I've seen you take a bag of weapons to fight re- regular vampires. With a crossbow, crossbow? in the bag. Yeah. You take a one shot crossbow. It's like, well, that didn't work because I didn't think yeah. it would because I don't know how to aim. <laughs> So it just uh, just getting shot with the crossbow just annoys the, the demon more. So I can punch and kick it. <laughs> so then they start fist fighting and kick fighting. What if the demon had magical powers, dude? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't punch everything. But they are brawling through the mausoleum. Then they eventually fall, brawl out of the mausoleum, and then the demon gives. Buffy a pretty nasty spine buster over a tombstone. She's I was like, gotten, that would break her fucking back. She's gotten two backbreakers between this and the angel show. Yeah, man. And this I mean, one was on a on a headstone. On a headstone. Like that would hurt so bad. That would break her back. Yeah. She got baned twice, dude. Yeah. Uh, but she's the slayer, so whatever. So then, you know, after she gets spine bustered over this tombstone she falls to the ground and then the demon just leaves the demon runs away because the demon doesn't want to fight her it just wants the bones it just wants the bones because that's their money (laughs) (laughs) i get the reference i'm not even gonna say what it is yeah i know if you get it you get it (laughs) if you know you know um but as buffy's kind of in a daze on the ground she eventually like, comes to and stands up and the demon's gone, but Riley's there and she's about to attack Riley. Riley saunters over. 
in a baby blue sweater. He is <laughs> he strolls over like it is nothing. Hands in pockets. No weapons walking through. <laughs> Walkie, talkie, all he's got. Insane. <laughs> In this is a top-ranking military initiative guy who knows that all of this shit exists, is investigating it, strolls up like a skip in his step. Yeah. And he's and Buffy's about to attack him. He's like, whoa, 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 it's just me. Don't worry about it. We, Pulls out his walkie-talkie. He's like, broop, broop. yeah, we saw the guy and, uh, you know, he got away. Anyway. Anyway, Buffy, why won't you date me? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, what? You didn't chase after? He's like, I didn't have any weapons. And I'm like, Buffy, you don't chase after things. <laughs> and now you don't have any weapons. <laughs> you came there with one arrow. But I love that she's like, you saw it and you didn't chase it? And he's like, I don't got any weapons. And Buffy's like, neither do I. And Riley's like, I'm not the Slayer. Yeah. I'm not Slayer, comma, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Buffy's like, oh, I got to go find that demon. And Riley's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going? We got to talk about our relationship. He was like, oh, yeah, well, my gods will get him and track him. It's fine. And she's like, you don't understand. It's the end mm-hmm. of the world scenario. Again. Yeah, and Riley's like, it'll be the end of the world if we stop dating. <sighs> yep, 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 yep. And they, then, they both should start running and talking and chasing the demon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not but that far away. It's not. It couldn't have gotten very far. No, it, it, it seems like it runs normal speed. But uh, this is the perfect opportunity for Riley to... Like, look, I don't get why we can't date. You know, we both know this stuff about each other. Now we could be like a tag team. And Buffy's like, it's too much risk. And Riley's like, I don't think so. I mean, if we got the whole initiative behind us and you're the Slayer, um, that seems like a good combo. And Buffy's like, I'm not going down this road again. And Riley's like, what road? And she's like, every time I try and date somebody that wants to help me, they end up getting hurt and dying and all this stuff. And Riley's like, but it won't happen to me. And Buffy's like, don't you realize that this is a bad idea? And then Riley goes on this monologue about, Buffy, I gotta tell you, my skin, my skin, it's humming. Every time I think about you, my skin's humming. (laughs) I've never been this excited to date anybody. It's so true. Don't you see? This is doomed, though. This is doomed, Riley. <laughs> and he's like, don't you realize we're on a hellmouth? And Riley's like, duh, what's a hellmouth? Are you on a hellmouth? With the duh? I investigate demons, and I don't know what the slayer or the hellmouth is. I've never asked one fucking question to any of these demons. I'm okay with them not knowing it. I can see the military. I'm not. I, I can see. I, they're, they attack it at a scientific level. And a military but what kind level? of interrogation? Like they're also they don't interrogation. They don't they're interrogate. not interrogating. You don't think they're interrogating? Not at all. They think they're animals, so they're not even talking to them. You're right. Like it's mm, no okay. way. It's no way. Um, here's my thing about this whole scene, this whole argument. When she was dating Parker, she wasn't like, "Oh man, I shouldn't be with Parker because I'm going to put him in harm's way." Mm-hmm. Never at once did that come up. Well, I just don't understand her logic where she's like, I want to date a normal person that doesn't know anything about this because people that do know about it are in danger. But normal people would be in way more danger. 
it makes no sense. He knows like, that demons exist, and it has military training to fight against them. This is the perfect pairing. Yes, like, Buffy could feed him information. He could bring it back to the... Even yeah. if they want to keep it secret. Well, I think they want to have... This is a case of wanting to have your cake and eat it, too. They want mm -hmm. them to be like, hey, you know what? At the end, you guys are a perfect pair to team up together. But we mm -hmm. want it to be like an issue. But they don't make it an issue. They just talk about it being an issue, which mm -hmm. logically makes no sense. Yeah. Like, the fact that towards the end of this episode, she walks towards the Hellmouth with Xander and Willow yes. with no weapons. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And, Sp and Spike, like, who can't hurt anybody. And you're like, oh, man, if Riley was here, it would have been too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with military training and guns and, like, knows about it and is equipped to deal with them and has been dealing with them yeah. for quite some time. And Riley brings up, like, I think this is about some other guy, too. It's more than just that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, are you afraid? But this doesn't track with the angel stuff. Like, this it situation doesn't... is way different than you dating Angel put everyone at risk, including well, yourself. Well, Riley's an actual human. Yeah. Angel was a fucking vampire. Like, yeah. it's not the same. No. Oh, what? Riley might just shoot Spike if he yes. finds out? Like, that's it. He's not going to go after Giles or Willow or Xander or yeah, your mom. Dude. Or Giles's girlfriend. Like, yeah. he's not going to fucking kill Olivia and leave him in Giles's bed. Yeah. <laughs> so... They're trying to make this comparison. It's just not. But uh, Riley's like, no, dude, like this is the, we could be a good team. And Buffy's like, you don't get it. This is just a job for you. It's destiny for me. Oh, and now I was like, come on. Why are you high and mighty? Why are you yeah. being high and mighty here? She's really belittling him and like talking down to him and shit. And then Buffy's like, Riley, I'm turning you down. No. And then Riley's like, all right. And then they just both walk away. It's one of those episodes where a guy dies and Willow's like, but he called me a nerd. Percy called me a nerd. And then where Buffy's like, hey, we got to find out what these military guys are up to. They find one. And then it's all about like, I don't know if we can date. That's not even an issue. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's next week's episode. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, so that's that for that scene. Yeah. The One of the more... Actually... I thought that this was going to be the most annoying scene in this episode, but then the, it gets trumped later on. Okay. So now we got the gang researching the demon, and it's called like a Valios demon or something. Mm -hmm. And Riley tells his team about the demon. Like we were getting like a kind of a semi montage about them explaining each other, like what they need. And the demon needs bones and blood to. Uh, and sacrifice of three and they need to find like the word of Valius mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so that's that scene pretty nothing crazy mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the library scene that we normally get but it's yeah. in Giles' house I think or something so we now cut to Spike who has rigged up a stake on a table and he's standing above it and he is going to swan dive onto it to kill himself. And his last words are, see you in hell, Drew. <laughs> and he goes to jump onto this stake. And Xander and Willow bust in. And they're like, what are you doing? And this causes Spike to be distracted and miss his mark. But he was already in the mid-jump. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, they're like, what are you doing? You yeah. can't kill yourself. And Spike's like, why not? You guys hate me. I'm not useful to anybody. I can't kill anybody. I'm not scared. Willow, am I even scary at all right now? And Willow's like, um. And he does this like, ooga booga type of deal. And she's like, no, not really. And Spike's like, yeah, so like, what am I even doing here? Like, if I don't do it myself, Xander's probably going to stake me. Like, what, what do I even have a purpose with you guys for? Xander, Xander's really Xander's like, kind of like you. Why would you do this? That's so selfish. Let me stake you if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are friends for? <laughs> yeah, and Willow's like, no, come on, Xander, come, let's 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 take Spike with us to the museum. And Spike's like, I really don't want to do that. Well, he's like, he's like, they're about to leave to go go to the museum or whatever, but he doesn't. But he's like, oh, just leave me here. I won't do anything. And they're yeah. like, oh, boy, we got to take him with us because yeah. he's definitely going to try to kill himself again. Xander's speech and him shrinking his clothes was the breaking point for him. Yeah, man. And they bring it up, but they don't solve it. Why are we keeping him alive? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was going to do himself in like he didn't. He was going about to do all of them a favor. Yeah. I would still want to know that he like because he would just be dust piled that got washed up with the water. I would want to mm. know that he's actually gone. Fair, because I don't want him to just randomly come back. Also, Xander was pissed. He's like, "You're gonna get my sh- my clothes all dusted." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the clothes go away, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they're gonna take him on their adventure, and Spike's like, "Huh." So now we see Buffy walking around the city. Oh, and, and then he tried to cheer him up by saying, oh, but the end of the world might happen. He's like, oh, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. really? Oh. Even though he doesn't so, want that to happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he explained how he doesn't want that. But maybe yeah. his mind state has changed now that he is a... I think he also doesn't want the world to happen based off how this series ends. Mm-hmm. Or this episode ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he discovers something about himself. Yes, but the, we'll talk about it when it happens. Yeah. So Buffy's walking around the city and she sees Riley trying to trace the demon because he has some kind of uh, doohickey that can trace its pharaohs throughout the city. And Buffy's like, oh, man, okay, I'm trying to trying to avoid this guy. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Buffy? She's like, hey. She's like, what's that freaking stupid doohickey you got there? He's too, it's just a little weird to be playing Donkey Kong. And Riley's like, what? <laughs> I was like, that. Why that joke went over Riley's head? Why Donkey Kong, though, of all the games he could be playing? That's the thing. But this is the most annoying scene in this episode to me. Yes. Yes. So they have the exact same argument that they just had in the graveyard. Mm -hmm. And Riley's like, I won't let you go and fight this alone. I think we will be a good team. And Buffy's like, no, it won't happen. And he's like, I think you're stupid. And Buffy's like, gee, no, no wonder. I, how could I resist this charm? And Riley's like, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not calling you stupid, but you know what? Actually, I am. I think you're stupid. <laughs> I was like, damn. No, I was like, yeah, please do. That's exactly. And then the he truth. like, he's he, well, he has a lot of good points, but he focuses instead on like, you've got this doom and gloom mentality, and you gotta be more positive and and open your heart to opportunities. And Buffy's like, no. Let me belittle you for a little bit. 
I've been doing this since I've been in high school. I went to high school on the Hellmouth. I've been fighting demons for forever. You're just doing this as a job. You don't even take this seriously. And Riley's like, I think we can be partners and we can take these demons out together. And he says that Buffy is so self-involved that she can't see past that and see how good they can be together. And Buffy's like, you got to get off of my case. And Riley's like, I think you want to stay in this dark place because it's familiar. And that way you can't let anybody in and no one will get hurt. But guess what? You're hurting everybody. And then Buffy tells him to leave her alone. And then Riley just completely switches his face and he goes, okay, and then walks away. There's a couple of things in this conversation where um, we get another Faith reference of Faith mm-hmm. being in a coma. She's like, oh, Buffy's like, you just want to do this because it's fun. Because you mm. think this is fun. He's like, yes, it is fun stopping demons. I like what I do and I like doing it. She's like, I knew yeah. someone who liked to, uh, liked to do it for fun. And now she's in a coma forever or something like that. Which yeah. is a faith reference that we've got one of those in Angel. And I'm like, huh, faith is definitely about to come back because we're referencing <laughs> her. <laughs> but, but I'm saying like, but faith isn't in the coma because she thought it was fun. She's in a coma because she turned evil. Yes. And, and, she, and you put her in the coma, Buffy. Yeah. And... The having fun, Buffy. Here's the thing: two things. One, she doesn't know anything about Riley, and yes. why he's doing what he's doing. Like, yes. how do you know he's doing this for fun? You guys saved the world beating the gentleman last last week, like mm-hmm. yeah, yesterday, technically. So he like, was an integral part of foiling the gentleman. Yeah. She wouldn't have, like she. He broke the box that got everybody there. Voices back, like she, which she was had like to an alley oop to her. She had to have the vision, so she had to sleep in class. Willow, she had to sleep. She didn't fall asleep in class. You guys are still in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like so they fought. It was nothing that seemed like that was him having fun and just moonlighting. He's yeah. not like uh, he was not, in danger, dude. He was getting his ass kicked. Yeah, it's not like he's just like one of those like uh, showboating like. 90s miami vice cops or something and he's just like hey whatever like you know i mean like he's he's not sliding across the hood of his car yeah he's not doing whippy one quippy one-liners like she does yeah and buffy loves slaying for fun dude she that's all she does she has so much fun she was she's like oh i gotta go outside and slay somebody and i'm just like what is this argument i don't get this argument at all about her and riley and i'm just i wrote in my note just work together right just work together like the the arguments don't make any sense like you can have them you can have a valid reason for them not to work together like Mm -hmm. their styles contrast Mm -hmm. she likes to go in with the spiritual thing he thinks they're all animals and they should all just like you can have that kind of split but her just being like well you're you think it's all fun nothing he's doing looks fun look this is what so he said like uh when buffy was like you have a lot to learn about women and he goes you're going to teach me mm-hmm. he should say that about demons to buffy yes. where she's like you got a lot to learn about demons and he's like you should teach me so i i could be better equipped to help you like yeah this we- is what should be happening i have an army of people willing to go so next yes. time you guys find something don't just say hey xander Willow? Xander, the guy with no superpowers at all. At least Willow is a witch. At least, right? Like, Xander is just fists a-flying. Yeah. 
Which like good for him. Like he and somehow he, it, the he plot, seems to hold his own. The plot armor, man. Yeah, <laughs> this episode has some heavy plot armor. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But like, yeah, man. I mean, as much as I don't really like Riley and think he's boring, he's got good points. He also like his positive attitude point is such bullshit. Like it's like you're all doom and gloom. You need to think about this in a different way. It's like. What are you, Joel Olstein? Like, what is this? None of their none of their arguments make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> like Riley, you're having too much fun. Buffy, you're too doom and gloom. She should have been like, I died this last earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, doom and gloom. It just, was two days after the hush. This is the worst kind of manufactured conflict, yes, and they they repeat is. it. They repeat it three times in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like. We just went over this, and we just got the same conclusion twice within, like, 10 minutes. You know what this is? This is the new version of Buffy being like, I don't want to be the Slayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to get that every <laughs> four episodes. <laughs> and then when she loses her power, she's like, I need to be the Slayer. And, and then for a little while, it was like, I can't date Angel, but I want to date Angel, but now I can't date him. Like, you date... like. It doesn't even seem like the gang cares about the military people. No. They don't care. I mean, Giles does. He's like, I need to figure this he's, out. He's curious. Like, if he's bored, he must solve a mystery of, like, what are these people? But they don't really have an antagonistic I that, relationship. I think that Willow and Xander forgot about him. And when they find out about him, they don't care. Yeah, they're just like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just manufactured. Yep. Yeah, but... Whatever. So that's kind of where that scene ends is like Riley's like, all right, I'll leave you alone. Bye. But Faith's coming back, man. They keep referencing Faith. She has to. I think, and this might be, I I won't say it. Um, So now we go to Xander, Willow, and Spike leaving the museum. And Spike is like, this sucks. Everything sucks. He's a little bratty teenager. And Willow's like, come on. Let's see what you need. You need to have a more positive attitude. (laughs) And Spike just turns around and lays into Xander and Willow verbally. He's like, you two are fucking worthless and you hold Buffy back. And they're like, no, we don't. And Xander's like, yes, you do. uh, Spike is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spike is like, yes, you do. Willow, you're complaining about being a nerd and you're how you're still a nerd. Guess what? You are still a nerd. You're still that same little 10th grade nerd that's holding Buffy back. Xander, everybody else in your friend group is in college and the farthest that you've made it was the basement. You two are pathetic and I can't believe that I'm stuck with you and I can't believe I lose to you all the time because you're the most pathetic people. You're a liability to Buffy and you're losers. And then... They're like shell shocked, and he walks away with a shit eating grit on his face. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, I could still do this. There's a reason to live. And passions. Yeah. Passions is still on. Yeah. You still got to live for passions. You can't. You got to see how passions ends, buddy. It doesn't, but you got to see how it ends. <laughs> um, he also makes fun of uh, Xander for being a pizza guy smelling like anchovies. And it made me think of something. Remember in the 90s, early 2000s? There was a whole lot of like movies. They'd be like, oh, hold the anchovies when they're talking about ordering pizza and stuff. Yeah. When I was growing up, I don't remember ever ordering pizza from a pizza place that actually had anchovies even on the yeah, menu. Yeah, I mean, 
anchovies aren't standard like it's like <laughs> but, hold the anchovy but, but like that was a that was a joke in ninja turtles i feel yeah. like a bunch and and like but where was even little kids pizza coming from like where did this i think i know one person that likes anchovies on their pizza like i have had anchovies since then like in like random asian dishes and other dishes not on pizza and anchovies are fine they add an umami flavor to things but i've never seen it as an as a pizza topping at a normal pizza place I have, um, but I've never seen anyone order. I remember there's a Futurama episode, like it's a whole episode where where yeah. Fry becomes a billionaire or whatever, yeah. and he buys the last it was like the tin last of anchovies yeah. to put on pizza. Yeah, but like it was a thing. Like people thought the anchovies were gross mm-hmm. in like little kids' cartoons and like I feel like in Ninja Turtles. And, yeah. But and then Fry got those on Futurama. But like, how how many how many pizza parties did you go to as a kid? And you were like, oh, yeah. here's the cheese one, here's the pepperoni one, here's the anchovy pizza for the parents. Like, it yeah. was never a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I I don't know anyone that have ever gotten anchovies yeah. on pizza. So, uh, I feel like I'm, they're like super salty, right? Yeah, they're kind of salty. Uh, Based yeah. on Fry's description on Futurama, yeah, I mean, that's all like I know. Little small tiny fish. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, hop on the Discord. Let us know if anchovy pizza yeah, is your ever... thing for. Are you in the, in the like, Discord? If say, tell us if you've gotten anchovies on pizza and if you enjoyed it. Like, should we try no, it? Was it a thing when you were growing up in like the early two thousands or nineties mm-hmm. or whatever? And also, where you're from, because it might be a regional thing. Like, maybe yeah. it was all California. I don't know because all the media was coming from there. But I don't know why it'd be on Ninja Turtles Pizza in New York because yeah. we lived there a long time and I didn't see it at a lot of places. Yeah. Yep, that's all. Random tangent over. <laughs> Dude, when I went back home to Baltimore for the holidays. Old Bay on everything. Old Bay on everything. <laughs> I got Old Bay wings. Fucking awesome. But I got some good old-fashioned East Coast pizza. Jesus Christ, dude. It's so much better. It's uh, so much better. I found, my, I found the places out here that I like pizza. Um, What's your place? Well, I like Giamella's in uh, Glendale. Okay. That's a good place. Okay. I discovered um and then and that's just like if you just want like a regular like pizza yeah but i'm okay with like a brick oven at places but have you been you can't big, do a slice. big mama and papa they're pretty good no big mama and papa pizzeria is pretty good and if you call and they put you on hold they have the the hey you're back of the big mama and papa pizzeria you're just a few minutes away from ordering your pizza and then you hear hello <laughs> it's such a contrast <laughs> um anyway back to buffy uh <laughs> pizza tangent yep. um so giles is researching at his place and he finds a thing about the word of valios mm-hmm. and he discovers that is it it is not a book it is a talisman and he's like oh shit i've seen that talisman before he goes digging in his talisman chest and he's like Oh, I've got this talisman here with me. Oh shit! And then a bunch of de- dude. The first demon that shows up in his house literally does like a. <laughs> yeah, it comes from his kitchen. From angle, yeah. yeah, and then like five of them converge, and yeah. they just beat the shit out of. Giles. I wrote in my note, Giles dies. Yeah, he gets walloped, my dude. Giles dies should should be what happened. Yeah. But the but, plot armor is so thick. Yeah. We just saw this one demon 
slash a guy's throat mm-hmm. instantaneous, one sweat. Mm-hmm. Giles gets jumped by three or four. I thought it was like five. No, it's like three. It's like three okay. of them. It's the three of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and you're like, okay. And it cuts to the outside of the house. And you're like, yeah, Giles is dead. You just hear like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Maybe they don't kill him because they don't need his blood. Fair. But, I mean, they're demons trying to end the yeah. world. Like, they're killing Giles. Yeah. But, uh, so then Buffy shows up and Giles is all scratched on his face. He looks like he's got lightning bolts on his face and he's like Buffy I'm sorry I fucked up I went you got went and sent you guys on a wild goose chase look for this book of Valios but it wasn't a book I should have read it better it is a talisman and the demons came and they beat me up I and they took the talisman I should have flipped a couple more pages where a picture in a headline that says Valios is clearly and then they're like yeah. then they're all like well what I love that Xander is like yeah you did fuck up <laughs> but uh then they're like well what is what are they trying to do with this talisman how are they going to bring about the end of the world and giles is like they're planning to open the Hellmouth back up and they're like are you fucking serious and they're like all right well i guess we gotta go back to high school yeah they say that and the high school is just like a burned out mess but it's like yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like what willow's whole storyline has been driving towards Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, the Zeppo episode, I think the issue I had when I first watched it, like talking about it and like watching it, it was like, oh yeah, this is a fun episode and it's fun to see how Xander sees all the melodramatic, like the world's about to end kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the Hellmouth opening episode. Mm-hmm. He had the zombie bros, but mm-hmm. the Hellmouth was opening and they were fighting for their lives against the Hellmouth. Yeah. Right. And Angel was going to have to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you know, it's no way you can do the Hellmouth opening being like a serious dramatic thing after the Zeppo episode where it turned it comedic. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now they're doing it. And that was my thought. Yeah. And now so, they're dude, like, when you did that last time, it was a side adventure. <laughs> the Hellmouth opening it was in was... the background. Yeah. <laughs> so now mm. they're doing it and it's like, oh, this is the end of it. I'm like, aren't you guys just going to fight the thing again? Yeah. If whatever comes out of the Hellmouth, you fought it like twice already. It's that thing with the whipping, whipping arms. Yeah, it's like the tentacle monsters yeah. and with the long eyeballs and shit. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, the gang goes back to the high school and Willow brings Spike along and Buffy's like, what the fuck is he doing here? He can't even hurt anybody. He's worthless. And Spike's like, oh. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, oh, he's going to kill himself. And Buffy's like, why didn't he? Why did, why did you let him? And it's like, thank you. Yeah. What is happening? But uh, they're like, well, we felt bad for him. And Spike's like, God, this is the worst. <laughs> and I just um, like, I don't know what to... Like, I like that he's around. Yes. I like Spike being around. Yeah. I like the payoff a little bit. Mm-hmm. But getting there is just so rough. Yeah. I do like how mad Buffy is like, what the fuck is, what, why would you bring him? Yeah. Like, I hate him, number one, and he's not even useful, number yeah. two. <laughs> um, but then they're walking around the school and they're like, wow, all the memories, huh? And Xander steps on, like, he's like, oop, old mayor body parts. <laughs> <laughs> this town did nothing. They just let that school. 
in yeah. moments. But then they start hearing chanting, and Willow's like, it sounds like it's coming from the library, our old stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. And they see the three demons chanting around the Hellmouth, and Buffy's like, all right, well, let's start fucking up these demons. So she j- jumps down. <laughs> Nobody follows her for a little bit. <laughs> drove me crazy that they don't have weapons they don't have plans they don't have a cross they don't have anything they are just walking in xander doesn't even have pizza to like give people to for the spectators baseball bat something yeah Yeah, man but buffy jumps down starts hand-to-hand combat uh tussling with them xander eventually jumps down and steals the bottle of blood that they need to make the the sacrifice or whatever uh, Willow jumps down and she steals the bones because, you know, it's their money. Um, <laughs> oh, this is a good payoff of uh, what Spike was saying. Oh, you guys aren't use- useful. Yeah. But you guys are because apparently you can hold your own against demons with your fist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they start fighting the demons. Like Xander and Willow have to start like fist fighting demons. Hey, and... I got this. They keep tossing stuff around. Like it gets real comical. Like, yeah. And like Willow's holding the bones and she tosses them to Spike and she's like, hold these. And Spike's like, oh, great. Yeah. Now I have to hold these. And then Spike gets beat up. It's a great game of keep away that they're having for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually Xander discovers. And like, as soon as I saw the three of them chanting, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they're going to sacrifice themselves. They are the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And this is when Xander finally is like, oh, the demons are the sacrifice. And Spike's getting his ass kicked. And then he's just like, you know what? Fuck all of this. I am not going to get my ass kicked and not at least try to beat up a demon. Mm-hmm. And then he cocks back and just punches a demon. And he goes, no pain. Mm-hmm. I can fight demons. And then he just starts wailing on this mm-hmm. demon. And he goes full vamp face. He's mm-hmm. full power. And he's like, gah, 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 gah. Fight, yeah. fight the shit out of you. Yeah, Love that. Yeah, it's uh, eh, they're working our way. They're working our way. <laughs> yep, they certainly are. He <laughs> he he fucking gorilla presses one of these yeah. demons, and they're like, "Don't throw him in the hole! Don't throw him in the hole!" And he just chucks it in the hole. And they're like, "Spike!" And he's like, "Sorry, I I just got too excited. I was trying to help. What?" <laughs> yeah, and then a giant beam falls and knocks him out, <laughs> bonks him on the head, and then Xander saves him. And I yes. was like, "Why, dude?" <laughs> He helps them up. Uh, and then Buffy is fighting the last one. Like, two of them have dove in. This mm-hmm. last one has a talisman or something, and it's trying to dive into the Hellmouth hole. Yeah. Um, and Buffy's fighting it. And then right as Buffy's, like, about to get the shit beat out of her, she's, like, on the brink of something, Riley shows up, mm-hmm. full military garb, and he starts taking it to the demon as well mm-hmm. uh, for, like, 15 seconds and then he gets knocked out <laughs> but the demon has a talisman that demon jumps into the hell mouth and buffy's like i'm going in and riley's like not without some aerial assistance or whatever and he clips his like carabiner thing to buffy he's got basically back the, the tow truck yeah. equivalent on his on the his belt 
and he's like, Godspeed, Buffy. And Buffy jumps into the Hellmouth because all of the demons and all the yeah. necessary ingredients are in the Hellmouth and everything starts shaking. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this weird shot of the demon falling on this black like backdrop into mm-hmm. and then Buffy dives in and apparently defies the laws of gravity, mm-hmm. which in the Hellmouth, who knows? Yeah, she slayers, catches up to that slayer, demon. Slayers fall faster in the Hellmouth. Yeah. And Riley's like the zip line is going and going. He's like, oh, Jesus. And he ties it off on a thing and it keeps going. I'm happy he tied it off because I was like, there's yeah. no way her going in there. Will, will just well, isn't on. it if he ties it off, it would stop going further? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know how Buffy <laughs> like, catches the, up to this. The demon. other way you could have done it is like he puts his legs against like something, you know, yeah, while yeah, going yeah, through yeah. like he can like brace for her. But it will yeah. probably just. She would just rocket him into the fucking beam. But uh, Buffy defeats all the demons off screen, which is something we absolutely love. No, no. She she just grabs the one and brings them back up. Oh, okay. You got to sacrifice three people to get. Okay. She doesn't fight them. She brings one back up. And I I thought that she was like fighting. I was like, what's going on here? No, she's just trying to catch him before he dies Mm, or whatever. Okay. Okay. So. She grabs the guy. Riley pulls her back out. Uh, she pulls the demon out with her. The day is saved. And then there's the awkward moment of Riley trying to explain away his military guy shit to the gang. And he's like, oh, I was just walking by and I heard a kerfuffle and thought I'd come in and I saw Buffy. And You're and, the only person I know that uses that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word. Kerfuffle. Um... And the and Willow's like, you're walking by in full military garb. And Buffy's like, yeah, you do look mighty conspicuous there, Riley. And he's like, um, uh, paintball. I, I was playing paintball. <laughs> and they're like, dude, we get what's going on. You're one of the commando guys that we've yeah. seen around campus. You just watched us fight demons. We're all on the same team, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, like... It's wild. Yes. But then Riley's like, oh, I guess the, the jig is up. He's like, oh, you're Willow, right? And you're Xander. And then he points to Spike and he goes, don't I know you? And Spike puts on an American accent, <laughs> which is terrible. And he's also American in, yeah, in real life, is which American, is super which funny. He puts yeah. on like a weird Southern accent and he goes, no, 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 you don't know me, sir. I'm... Xander's friend from back in the day and Riley's like alright I'll buy it <laughs> they have God no idea piece of shit. they don't know what the what the asset that they're looking for even looks like yeah like they've been I looking mean, he's, for Spike he is a very like specific look yes you would you could pick him out of a lineup <laughs> yeah. pretty easily yep but uh, then Riley's like dang it I guess the jig is up and they all walk away and I think Willow says something cutesy on their way out of the yeah. room. And it's like, oh, yeah, high school. Yeah, I guess we're cool now. Mm-hmm. I really wanted her to get a Percy payoff. I really yeah. wanted it. But then next scene is Riley in his room and he's shooting his little mini basketball hoops. This, I is, where I noticed the, this is where I noticed the balls. Yeah, the balls poster. poster. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the mini basketball hoop. Everyone. It's a I staple. Mean, I got one it, in the closet somewhere. It was very hard to get it in, though. It's a tough game. Especially when it breaks, like Riley's breaks in this scene. Oh, his had the weird, he had a hard breakaway one. Yeah. 
Well, it also like folds up, so it's not in the way if you close the door or anything. You know, but it has I mean? to fold up. Like it's supposed to fold up, but his fold it down for some. His reason. folded down because, because of the force a, of the ball. Because it has like a breakaway rim. Because kids, yeah. to, you know, have it on your door. You do dunks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Buffy then shows up, and Riley's like, "Man, I'm sad that everybody knows my secret now. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get reprimanded by Maggie Walsh. I'm, I'm so bad. I'm supposed to be this top tier elite military guy." Did he guy say Maggie Walsh? No, I don't think so. Okay, because do because Buffy doesn't know Maggie Walsh is involved yet. I don't think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my superiors are gonna be so pissed. Uh, I'm gonna get freaking reprimanded for this i'm the top tier military guy i'm supposed to be really good at keeping secrets and now everybody knows i'm finished and buffy's like you're not finished and she leans in and she smooches him and i was like what what changed i don't know what, what changed buffy like what I changed don't... from your argument before exactly dude you literally just say fought demons the last episode and you said no this can't work you fight demons again and now it can work. Uh, well, Dude. What is the you arc gotta, here? You don't gotta tell me. I'm just as upset as you are. <laughs> this is so dumb. It just changed for no reason. Yeah. Like manufactured conflict and then manufactured <laughs> Resolution, yeah. Like, uh it, You know, it's the issue that we had with the Anne episode. Um, mm-hmm. Not the Anne episode. The one when she came back. Um, yeah 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 the, a zombie party yeah the zombie party happens they're all yelling they're all thinking she's selfish for leaving they fight the zombies and then at the end they're just cool yeah they never solve the issue but uh they kiss good stuff um then we cut to spike with xander and willow and spike he's like what are we doing just sitting on our ass watching tv this is bullshit let's go out and kick some demon ass and Xander Lara look at him like, what? He's like, yeah, man. I, I discovered that I can kick demons' asses. Let's go do it. Let's go on patrol. Let's go out and do some stuff. Let's go kill something. And they're looking at him mouth agape. And then it cuts to the credits. And then you just hear Spike over the credits go, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they look like he just turned off the Super Bowl or something. Yeah. And, and you they're know, you know very confused. You know Spike's serious when he turns off TV. He loves yeah, TV. Yeah, he loves his TV, dude. So. so that is the episode for Doomed, everybody. You have any final thoughts on Doomed here, Vance? Um, I touched base on a lot of them throughout this podcast. So yeah. I don't really have too many. The dating Riley thing, I didn't understand it. I mean, I don't know. We can rehash. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand buffy's issue yeah i mean those scenes of them arguing in the graveyard and in the city were some of my least favorite scenes of this season so far and even the opening scene yeah why are you playing coy with this yeah that was just super annoying because i was like oh they're picking up right at the end Mm -hmm. from last episode this will be great yeah it's like let's get into the shit but now they gotta manufacture some conflict and it wasn't it wasn't even like riley was treating her differently like he didn't like her Mm-hmm. Like I could see, like if he found out she was stronger than him and he was a little jealous. Yeah, like pulls a gun on her. He's like, "Tell me what you are right now." <laughs> Maybe not pull a gun, but like it's but like you know, like suspicious of her. Like suspicious you're not... doesn't want to like hang out with her. Like you have mm-hmm. a classroom scene, and he doesn't like flirt with her. He looks at her as like she's some other, and mm-hmm. like 
Buffy hates being like not treated like she's a normal person. Yeah. You could have treated her like she's not a normal person. Instead, he's like, "No, you're cool. I'm fine yeah. with that. Just what explain talk." Totally cool. Would love to know what's going on. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, am I not special enough? I'm a Slayer, but I'm special." He's like, "Sure, you can be a Slayer and special. I don't even know what a Slayer is." Yeah. Look, I'm just trying to date you. <laughs> like, I don't care. This demon can run away. I don't care. I still want to date you. Like, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Vance. Next episode titled "A New Man." Definitely going to be a follow up on the Spike thing, and also I think it's going to be uh, more okay. discovery of Riley stuff. Yeah. I, I'll go on a limb. I'll say Percy comes back and he apologizes to Willow for overhearing it. And then they start a relationship. That'll be Ooh, a wild card. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's happening, but I wouldn't mind that happening. I know some stuff. What if Jonathan comes back a new man? <laughs> if Jonathan comes back with like a leather jacket. That'd be sick. Like he pulls a Wesley. Yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is... That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash boyswatchingbuffy. Uh, follow Instagram at boyswatchingbuffy. Rate and review if you want to get a Um, That's all natural right there, everybody. No effects. No effects on that. Um, I should be a voiceover artist. Um, uh, I'm a failure. Um, um <laughs> you, email voiceover. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Discord. L- link in the show yeah. notes. I, you know, I, I do have a thought. The, you have thought. Okay. The initiative needs to get better lab techs. They're too clumsy. Yeah, that was bad. That guy was like fumbling around with that syringe, like yeah. so hard and so. They, long. they need those gun syringes. Those like those ones that look Ooh. like a gun. Yeah, the like, trank gun. They need yeah. the trank gun. Yeah, but like those. Get Buffy little, to lend them the yeah. trank gun. They're yeah. not using normal odds anymore. <laughs> oh, and they did mention in this episode that they're doing lethal force when they were going mm-hmm. out. Um, mm. After they had like that big meeting at the table that yeah yeah yeah, with, yeah. without Maggie Walsh, where all all the kids were talking to each other basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap for Doomed, everybody. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next time for when we talk about a new man. Buffy. She's pretty cool, isn't she? Yes, already. She's cool. She's hot. She's tepid. She's all temperature, Buffy. Now, can we concentrate on the game here?